Hey there, folks. How's it going? I've put an interesting program for you together this morning. Hey, do me a favor, folks. Share this program. Share it right now. Um, I'm going to take you on a little bit of a history quest. And we're going to talk about, you know, how this affects us in today's society. Hey, by the way, immediately following this program, I mean, right the moment I get off the air here on this original program, I'm going to hop over to locals and we'll continue our discussion about much of the stuff that's going on uh, across our nation that you need to know about. We've got a lot going on. And sometimes, you know, we just need to kind of work uh, to make heads or tails out of it because we're trying to figure out how do we fit in in today's society, etc. cetera. So uh, also just a heads up, I want to let you know that over on my fire axe training, you know where I do advanced uh, training to help you understand if you're going to do uh, election integrity, election verification work. I released probably one of my most detailed educational programs I've ever done. I explained to you the advanced training of the forensically tracked digital chain of custody. And with a lot of you working very hard with your local election officials to try to get hand counts for the 2024 election, this will help you because they're, they're going to want to know that you're able to handle it right and proficiently and that it has an impeccable, unimpeachable, right, chain of custody. And I've provided you with that information because I know many of you are battling for that locally. Also, if, if you're like me here with Cut the Crap, you want to make sure you survive the crap in case crap hits the fan. Uh, I did a couple of programs where you should check out. Like, would you eat an egg that's set on a shelf for almost two years? Uh, that would scare the hell out of you until you find a secret. Uh, I did another one for you. You might want to take a look at as well. Uh, because you never know when you're going to have to have these old skills that uh, your family, your grandparents, had. I do all this over at Survive the Crap, but I gave you a very quick way to make a Preppers, a uh, Homesteaders antiviral extract. You might want to check it out. It's part of that learning and conditioning you have in this uncertain society. But today we're going to cover, it's a topic I love, but has Noah's Ark, has it really been discovered? And has it been confirmed? I'm telling you, this is interesting. I'm going to take you through, well, kind of a program with history and linear thinking. I'm doing this for you. You're about to sit at home over the holidays with your families. You can't talk about politics all the time, but I'm telling you, this one makes a great subject. I'm going to bring you up to speed on it. Share this program right now. Let's get started. Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media? 
in the gender-confused, emotional, socialist, snowflake crowd. Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer, is known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listen to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. All right, folks, here we go with Cut the Crap. Crap is, well, an acronym that stands for Culture, Race, and American Politics. One thing that our culture and politicians relentlessly fight over is religion. You know it. I know it. Of course, when you go back and think about the university systems all around the globe, they were religious institutions. And then all of a sudden, academics decided, wait, we can't be religious institutions. And something interesting happened in academics. They started being able to discover things that actually codified, proved out, the Bible. And then they were like in a world of hurt. Well, I can't be an intellectual. I I can't be one of the elite if I'm actually confirming what happened in the Bible, right? Well, we're going to take a look at this phenomenon, and we're going to look at it through the eyes of Noah's Ark. Has it been discovered and confirmed? And the reason I tell you this, some of this stuff's been around for a long time, but there has been a fully commissioned archaeological expedition that was commissioned in December of 22. So it's getting close to a year that's been investigating this site. And lo and behold, they're confirming things that has the academic world up in arms. Now, here's why I think this is kind of important. I think you can agree that we are in a battle right now between good and light. Can you agree that we are in a battle of light and dark right now? Do you believe in many ways that we're kind of going through uh, some Sodom and Gomorrah undulations right now in our society that stuff that has always been evil is now out in the open and openly embraced? I mean, there's a there's 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 got to be a part of it. I mean, I would have never had a picture in my head of Sodom and Gomorrah and, you know, the city that was just vile, if it just wasn't for what? What was the movie? Was it the Ten Commandments or the Bible? You know, Charlton Heston, whatever, and you, you kind of get a, an image of it. But I can tell you, even as deviant as I can go, being just a Horny dude, right? 
I, I'm sorry. I grew up that way. It's, it's kind of went with my, you know, my thing, but I never thought that it would be some of these freakazoids that we have right now teaching our children. I mean, think about it. Think about uh, Mel Gibson, Passion of the Christ, something that I watch every Pesach, every Easter. And I think of that Nebuchadnezzar character that they have in the movie, right? And he's got all these people writhing around and all this other stuff. Not that I'm against sexuality or great bodies or whatever. Great bodies a great body. But you see Nebuchadnezzar's this kind of weird makeup, dangled, bedangled, bedazzled character. And then I sit down right now and I think about some of the stuff, some of the stuff that we have in our schools right now. Drag shows. Did you ever think, and teaching our boys that they can lop off their wankers and become a woman, or our young, beautiful girls that they can cut off their breasts and become men. Now, you and I know we now have a very definitive image of what Sodom and Gomorrah could really be. I mean, it's, it's kind of nuts. It's ridiculous. You, you, yeah, was it Herod? Yeah, did I say Nebuchadnezzar? Herod, I'm very sorry. But you understand what I'm saying we are living in these times now prophecy ancient teachings the bibles and stuff says with great evil comes great light with great light comes great evil i'm not quoting the bible folks i'm quote, uh, quoting theology and i do believe we're in a fight we're in a really dangerous fight, right, for our way of life, our society, our faith. I mean, come on. In England, they'll arrest you for praying in the street. It's a crime. I mean, they'll ticket you. I want you to think about that for a moment. And that's why I've decided to cover this topic, because even to some skeptics, They are now thinking they can confirm that Noah's Ark has been discovered and it's been confirmed. You know that image you have in your head from childhood that Noah and his family loading the animals two by twos, right, into this great ship that God inspired Noah to build, and that people that were on the land, though the men of old, those that were there, the great, the you know, they in the Bible that actually is the Anunnaki, the the giants of old, the men of old, saying there was a civil, uh, civilization there that God had become displeased with, and well, everything went to hell in a handbasket. So it's not always the pretty little images we had in, here's a flashback for you, Vacation Bible School. Remember that? God was sending a message that you can't, you can't ignore this crap, and he was decidedly wiping mankind off the face of the planet because they had turned away, supposedly, from everything righteous, godly, etc., 
Sounds familiar, doesn't it? So I'm going to take you on a linear thinking journey. I'm going to show you some facts and things that never get talked about. And I'm going to let you make your own decision. We're just going to take this journey together. I'm going to let you make your own decision. You're the adult in the room. I'm not here to tell you what to think. I'm just here to show you things that you might not have seen. By the way, this morning's program, this program is brought to you by Field of Greens. You know Field of Greens, Brickhouse Nutrition. Right? This is just a powder. That's all it is. But it's a wonderful healing powder. It's absolutely fantastic. I'm telling you, this stuff is the bomb. I've got a a promo code for you. You know, we don't eat the way we should be eating. I'm I'm not going to nag you about your diet, but pay attention, right? I, I don't always eat healthy either. I was talking the other day about my great meat lovers stuffed cheese crust pizza. I do it every now and then, too. But the Mayo Clinic lets you know that if you want to prevent heart disease, you got to lower your blood pressure and your cholesterol. And the way, best way to do it is get back to the earth just like God made it. <laughs> Ironic, isn't it? Get back to the earth just like God made it. Eat those five servings of fruit and vegetables every day. I don't do it. I try to do it. You probably don't do it. But you know what? That's why I take filled the greens. I start every morning with it. Unlike others, each fruit, vegetable that is inside filled the greens. Folks, it's just a super fine powder. The fruits and vegetables that were selected were medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs like heart, lungs, kidneys, and immune system. Flu season's here. It's back. I trust filled the greens to keep me healthy. It works fast. You feel it, right? I mean, you just mix it up with water, folks. That's all you do. Little scoop, little bit of water, shake it up. I do it in yogurt. I can put it on cereal. I'll have it with almond milk. It makes great smoothies, but it's made just to drop in water and it's great tasting, but it works fast. You can feel it right away and you'll notice the effects in your skin, your hair, and your nails right away. They'll all look healthier too. So if you don't always eat right and exercise, join me to take Field the Greens. Let me get you started. 15% off your first order. Yep, 15% off your first order. Visit fillthegreens.com. Use your promo code Jovan. That's promo code Jovan at fillthegreens.com and get that discount. Although I'm not going to cover it in this broadcast, I'm going to do a special for you today over at Locals Podcast. It kind of relates to what I'm talking about today, but a major university. You, you know about safe rooms, right? Safe rooms. This is how bad we've gotten, folks. It's not just about safe rooms. It's not about just drag uh, reading in libraries. A major university has just approved in its lecture halls because it thinks that it it put out a it put out a questionnaire to its students what would make the campus better what would improve their fee wings and all that other stuff 
the number one recommended thing that the campus recommended the most times that they needed to feel better. Ready for this, folks? Close your ears if you get easily offended. They are going to install in the lecture halls in the foyer areas glory holes. Now, you know what a, a glory hole is? Remember that movie? I guess it was Dumb and Dumber when uh, the Jim Carrey character gets trapped in the bathroom and there's that hole in the wall and he's looking through that little hole in the bathroom stall. <laughs> That's what a glory hole is to stick Mr. Winky through and have a total anonymous person played the Pied Piper. A university is installing those because the students have said that if they could just anonymous, anonymously relieve their tension and stress sexually, that they'll pay attention better in class. Kind of like the movie Porky's, remember? The movie Porky's? Yeah, Porky's. I forgot that, but thank you for telling me that. What have we gone to? I mean, that come on, that that just sucks. Um, well, I guess it actually does. Now it's college sanctioned. Maybe it'll make more people attend college, but that's how far we've fallen. And that's why I've, well, <laughs> decided to cover this. So, let you know, as we go on this adventure, you probably got taught about Noah's Ark, nice, lovely animals. You try to wonder how in the hell did the lions lay with the sheeps and lambs, you know, everything else like that. And then there's a horrid side to it as well. Now, I want you to put on your linear thinking cap. Stop trying to figure out where that university is so you can enroll in extracurricular classes. You'll have to listen to my podcast over on Locals on it. Get your head back, yeah, your head back in the game. Now, can we agree that if the world flooded, if our world, if God got angry and flooded our world for 40 days and sent everything under water, that there should be evidence of it? Right. And it wouldn't just be limited to Christians. And can we agree that the advent, quote unquote, of the Bible and your little picture color books and everything else that went with you in vacation Bible school and learning Noah's stuff, that Christianity is kind of a, a later event in the world of modern man coming with missionaries, and traveling the world and spreading the word of God. And so, first thing you have to look at in investigating anything in history that is as big as a, it's, here's the official term, folks, great deluge, that's what it's called, 
the great deluge, meaning a global climatic drowning event, right? That's called the great deluge. Could you agree that there should be across the world, if it was worldwide, the great flood, if the great flood was worldwide, there should be a collective memory across all kinds of people with no regard if they're Christians. Would you agree that if this planet went underwater for whatever reason, for whatever length of time, or displaced people, right? Um, I love my audience. By the way, I, I have one of the best trained audiences as far as digging for truth, there is, I've got to tell you, um, because you're a thinker. Let me let me prove you're a thinker. Country girl says she's trying to figure out how they know what height to install the glory hole. Country girl, message me. But here's the deal. You know how they're doing it? You'll get it when you hear my podcast. They're making it height adjustable with built-in knee pads inside. Country girl, I hear they're looking for product testers. I was looking for somebody to help out. Reach out to me an email. Anyway, let me get back to the topic. <laughs> See, that's linear thinking right there, folks. That's linear thinking. You got to think it through and go, wait a minute. Sorry about that. Wait a minute. How would they do that? Okay, so we're getting back to Noah's Ark. Focus. <laughs> so we first have to look at a historic record that the world ever at all did the world ever experience a great deluge, a great flood? And the answer is yes. If we were to look back in time and we were to look at the post-glacial sea level rise, we would find, we would find, okay, that we're about almost 400 feet deeper in our oceans now than we were historically. Now, a few things happened. Damn global warming thousands and thousands of years ago. So we're up 400 feet in water. And then you have an interesting thing. When ice leaves the shelf, lightens the load of the earth, and we have moving tectonic plates, you have a thing called glacial rebound. You have a thing that where shorelines used to be, you can see this in Michigan around the Great Lakes all over the place, that where the shoreline used to be, now it's 300 feet up the hillside. Because the earth fluctuates like that. So we go, okay, great. So there was a time, for whatever reason, 
that our oceans were much lower. And we do know that our oceans kind of went through the roof. So the next question is, okay, where we've all been taught that in ancient Mount Ararat, right? Ancient Mount, uh, Mount Ararat in Turkey. This is Eastern Turkey. Okay. Supposedly is where Noah's Ark has been found. But what I want to first do is I want to go, okay, so if we have geological evidence of something, do we have human evidence of something? Remember, this is only a linear thinking drill, folks. This is not, this is not, this is not a biblical discussion. We're only having a linear discussion based on what's called bopping, balance of probabilities. It's the rule of law. You look at the evidence, you make up your mind. Because why? Well, they're saying Noah's Ark, it has in fact been discovered, but now they're saying it's been confirmed, right? Yeah, that one from, uh, from your childhood. So let's look at this. Have you ever looked into what's called the flood myths? Of course, yeah, that's academic, the flood myths. Can't have anything to do with the Bible. But did you know in independent flood myths, that means cultures, cultures that talk about a great flood that changed mankind, that there were so few survivors that mankind regenerated, did you know there are over 4,000 known peoples? We're talking types of people, peoples, cultures, around the globe, some of these cultures are even gone. We only have documents and stuff left. There's over 4,000 versions, right? Versions of the Great Deluge. 4,000 versions of people that say this happened. Now, here's where the conundrum comes in. Academia Right, academia, as we got, I guess we got flat earthers now in Rumble. The water just washed off the edge, and it got heavier as it got to the edge, and it tips us, and that's why we've been flipping. We're not a planet, we're a plane. Okay, anyway. Four thousand different cultures in Africa. You've got all kinds of people, Kaweas, Mabutis, Maasais, Mandan, Jorba peoples. Egypt, of course, actually has its version. In North America, every one of them, every one of our native peoples, Algonquin, Asanabi, Asanabi Turtle Island, Choctaw Cosmic, Cree, Krikustano, Hopi, Inuit, Menomini, Mi'kmaq, Nipak, Nisqually, Owibiji, am I saying that? Ojibwe, 
Ottawa's, Oragonagnets, Van Essacks, you name it, all of them have. All of them have great deluge myths. Mesoamerica. The Aztec had it. The Maya people had it. All of South America has it. The Canary Islands, their people, the Inca, the Mapuches, and the, Makika, the Makasas, the Tupi. Now, Asia, let's talk Near East. The Sumerians, Atrahasis, the Gilgamesh flood story, all of the Abrahamic religions, right? That's where the Noah Genesis. Did you know that China, yeah, you the great, or Nuwa instead of Noah, Nuwa, Nuwa, right? And the Great Flood, all of Iran, all of India, Mahatabata, say it, the Pulaga, the Matsaa, Indonesia has it. Japan has it, all of Japan, all of Korea, all of Malaysia, all of the Philippines, all of Thailand, all of Taiwan, all of Vietnam, Siberia, all of Europe, medieval Europe, Baltic, Breton, Cornish, Irish, Welsh, Norse, Basker, Finnish, Oceania, Aust all of Australia, all of Australia, Rapatu. Tawaka, all of these. We're talking thousands. Thousands have the great deluge story. And almost every one of them predate what you and I would call modern Christianity. You know, of course, it comes from us from the Greek and the Arcadian and the Semothrace, and then we got Roman and Scandinavian and German and Celtic and Welsh and Lithuania and Transylvania, and come on, every one of them, I could keep on going. We're talking even individual countries that didn't uh, have any English-speaking speak people meet them or try to talk to them, right, at all until maybe the 19th century. None. So that leads to the fact that, okay, we've got a geological event that says it could happen, and we've got all these people including races that have died off and languages that have died off, but we, you know, we have their stuff, so now we got a, are we getting to a propensity of evidence? Do you think Noah, for whatever reason, and the ark came to rest on Mount Ararat? So let me ask you a question. Let's kind of think this through, folks, okay? If there was a great flood and you had some sort of ship, you have, you built the ship in advance, then what's going to happen? Let's linear think through this. The waters are going to rise. Can we agree? The waters are going to rise. And then eventually the waters are going to pick up your boat, right? You've seen it's going to pick up your boat. 
and then your boat is going to kind of bebop around because it's not made for sailing the oceans or anything like that, right? It's just made to protect you from the floodwaters. So the, the ship, the boat raises up. The planet has horrible raining nonstop. And then all of a sudden, the waters start to recede. Now you're floating around aimlessly. And the waters start to recede. Statistically, if there was such a boat, where would it statistically come to rest? You're right. It would more than likely strike the highest part of the land first. It would kind of hit it. And then as the water receded, it would for a certain amount of time, right? Because if you've got the back of the boat or the front of the boat, let's say the front of the boat plowed into land, but then the back of the boat's still floating. Come on, you've launched a boat before. So you're going to hit a mountain because it's out there. That's what you're going to hit first, right? And you hit it. And then as the water recedes, it's going to tilt kind of ass down and it's going to start receding. It's going to take its own weight. It's going to slide for a certain amount of time. And then there's going to be enough water receding, right? And Lord Dumas, you can be a proud uh, flat earther. That's great. In fact, you should come on one time. It's somebody in rubble. You should come on sometime and we'll discuss flat earth. You pitch me. I'll listen. I haven't found a, a, a reason I can believe it yet, but let's stay on this one. And so your ship hit the ground, and it's going to slowly recede water, and it's going to come out. It's kind of like in your bathtub. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be on a mountain somewhere. Well, isn't it ironic that, well, it's Mount Ararat, right where history said it would be. You got to remember King David, King Solomon, etc., Academia said that they were fairy tales. And only until now. Only until now, right? Uh, did academia and science and whatever... actually confirmed that King Solomon and King David existed. In fact, archaeological discoveries are being found every day, and they're finding coins, and they're finding all this other stuff that proved King Solomon was real, and King David was real. By the way, I didn't mean to distract you with Flat Earther. Somebody uh, reminded me, right? Lord Dumas said Flat Earther, but it do bro surf 420 uh i don't know if he's talking about me but he said he's bet he's a fat girther what are you trying to say i'm not thin enough for you how can you tell you were on the other side of the glory hole anyway i i have been a fat girther but that's why i'm taking lane nice intro for me guys thank you for 
Uh, very, very <laughs> great for doing that for me. Kind of natural there. Don't you like that? Let me tell you about this. It's just a little pill I'm taking after breakfast. My body has started getting rid of that damn fat tire. This is not if you want to lose five pounds, 10 pounds. This is 20 pounds or more, right? 20 pounds or more. Maybe you're a fat girther too. Well, I embrace it. I was a fat girther, right? And so Brickhouse Nutrition, which of course makes filled to greens, makes lean. And I've got a promo for you. And so this is for you. Get ready for your family for the holiday, right? Uh, I started kind of worrying about my middle age that the fat wasn't going away because I could just, you know, drop a few meals in the past. and The fat would go away. Well, stop doing that with middle age. Imagine that. And then I started seeing all this stuff with people taking Ozampic. But it's a shot in the belly. It's 1500 bucks. Not for me, right? <laughs> if you don't want those shots in the belly, but you'd like those fast results, here's what that shot does, actually. It works by lowering glucose, reducing fat, and curbing appetite. And the reality is if your goal is weight loss, but you're not into shots, then these group of doctors have created something remarkable. It's a new weight loss supplement called Lean. Here's why it's encouraging. I'm doing it. I can see it in my face. I can see it in my body. I can see it how my clothes fit. What they did is the studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy glucose levels. And what it does is it helps burn fat by converting fat to energy. And it reduces your appetite. And I can tell you it does that. So if you struggle to lose weight, you got to get healthy glucose levels. You got to get to burning fat and you got to eat less. That's just the way to it. So you know what? If, you're, if your body's consuming the fat, your glucose levels going away, you don't feel as hungry. That's exactly what it did to me. I'm not seconds and all that other stuff. It's amazing, right? So if you struggle to lose weight, you got to get those healthy glucose levels working. You got to start burning fat. You got to eat less. And of course, you're going to add this to your healthy diet and whatever exercise program you have. I walk every morning. So let's get you started. 15% off free rush shipping. Yes, 15% off free rush shipping. Visit TakeLean.com. Enter Jovan15. That's your promo code, Jovan15. TakeLean.com. Um, I'm down two belt loops. I'm down two belt loops. That's how I'm measuring it. I'm not getting on a scale. It's too depressing. But I am down two belt loops. And that's why you should go check out takeclean.com. Don't forget my promo code, promo code Jovan15. Okay, so we know our ship would eventually hit a mountain of some sort floating around. It's going to hit the highest peak. So logically, we're going to find it at the highest peak. And then it's going to kind of tip, tip down as the... As the uh, water recedes right and then at some point we're gonna anchor up we're gonna get out and go it's safe to be here we're gonna not swish wash around right statistically if this happened it would be found in a mountain range in a mountain range um with Surrounded by water, statistically where there's waters and mountains. And lo and behold, in eastern Turkey, where Mount Ararat is, it's right in the middle, Mount Ararat, where 
all uh, we have all of these very interesting captured seas and gulfs. So at some time, something, right? Something had to fill these suckers up. So statistically, statistically, that makes sense too. So, so what do we have? We have a geological period that shows it happened. We know we're 400 plus feet deeper. Uh, we have uh, thousands of people in their languages and stories long before Christianity, missionary work or whatever, right? Um, that tell this story that mankind was wiped out and only a few lived. Well, I'm going to show you what they say is remnants of Noah's Ark. Is that okay? Secondly, I want you to understand something called pseudomorphing. A pseudomorph, kind of like fossilized wood, Petrified wood is a pseudomorph. It basically means you take a piece of wood, it's been buried, uh, whatever, for a long time. It sucks in to the core of the wood, the mineralization around it. And then as the wood slowly decays, it becomes fossilized. That's how a fossil is created. That's, in fact, what an opal is. Why you get all those colors is the pseudomorphing. So it stands to reason if this happened way back in time, we'd probably see it in the form of a pseudomorph. So here's what people are saying is Noah's Ark. Now I'm going to show you some pictures. Don't go, don't go too far for me yet, right? Don't go too far for me yet. Okay. Because I'm, I'm, I'm taking you on a decided journey, and I just want to see if you can just decide for yourself. This is supposedly Noah's Ark. So it's on Mount Ararat. It's on the downslopes coming down the valleys, looking across the valley where it should be. It's got a weird Ovid shape, and it was found a long time ago. Now, they've had some tectonic events in the region. You're looking at it. 70 years ago, aerial photography on the left. And you're looking at uh, the fact as it looks now. And then you're looking at LIDAR and stuff looking at it. There are voids, etc., cetera, on, on the inter uh, period of it. So it's interesting. Now, let's just do a little facts. If, you, if, if this says, hey, this is Noah's Ark. And by the way, don't confuse this with Ron Wyatt. Many people say Ron Wyatt discovered the Noah's Ark. And this is, in fact, the place Ron Wyatt discovered. Right? But set that aside for a moment, because I don't want it confused by the religious nature of Ron Wyatt. Because Ron Wyatt's now getting vindicated. It's true. We're going to get to that in a minute. Okay? But it's this big, fossilized void right? That kind of looks like it's crumbled on itself. Okay. Now let's start there. We got people all around the globe 
that say this happened. All different cultures, cultures long before mankind and writing and all this other crap, right? So we can consider word of mouth. That's it, right? It uh, did the bomb. Then we have a geologic event. Okay. And damned if exactly where the ancient text said it came to rest, Mount Ararat, right? Mount Ararat. Damned if in Mount Ararat. Okay. Damned if we don't find out that there is something setting there that has the shape of a boat. Right? So this is kind of where it started. Very interesting, right? Now, we got to deal with the academics and the naysayers, okay? Right? We got to deal with the people that can accept there are eclipses, but are flat earthers. They'll look at an eclipse and see the whole thing go circular and go out and not a little line pass across the moon <laughs> or the sun. But they will accept eclipses, but it's totally okay. So we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna do our science here. Now, the academics call bullshit. They say this is bullshit. That is a hydrodynamic bar. A hydrodynamic bar. Now, you and your life can look at on Google Earth the effects of a hydrodynamic bar. You kind of see it this way. You know, when you've got your ri rivers and they go ziggy zaggy and they can move miles, they can move miles. And they will create what's called hydrodynamic flow bars. Now, an interesting thing, when you're dealing in fluid mechanics, fluid mechanics, the study of fluidity, and that has nothing to do with gender, that's stupidity, different entity, okay? But in fluid dynamics, they do have a thing called, that they also called a hydrodynamic bar. And a matter of fact, right, a aerodynamic teardrop shape is also known as a hydrodynamic bar. And it basically says that there's some sort of viscous me medium passing by the sides right? But there's something in the middle that creates a pressure thickness, and that velocity creates an inadvertent boundary layer, and that's how the vortex works, and blah, 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 blah. And land, it looks like this, but they're saying because that exists in fluid dynamics, that this thing is a hydrodynamic bar. And you know what? You can see it. it yeah, it kind of looks like a hydrodynamic bar. I'll give them that. Okay. So now the skeptics have thrown a stick in the mud. That's what they do. Primarily because they can't have anything in academia that proves anything about the Bible. So let me take you through some rapid-fire logic that I'll think you'll like. But first, let me show you a short video of the site 
we're talking about. Okay, so beautiful. On the downside of the slope, exactly where it should be, if it was in fact receding floodwaters. And oh, by the way, all of that is hydraulically carved. What does that mean? That means water drained, cut that whole area. So something happened in the ancient, ancient past where waters were receding very rapidly, just as kind of what the Bible says. Now, I'm going to give you some crap rapid fire that's going to blow your mind. Let me get the sponsor stuff out of the way. By the way, you know our government yanks us, forces us, whatever, right? It's these guys. Well, behaviors are going to have to change, and this is one thing we're going to, we're asking companies. Uh, you have to force behaviors, and at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors. Yes, our government forces us. I'm going to force you to wait because I want you to see the teaching on this because it's going to blow your mind. But our government manipulates us. We know it. They know it. It's the way gov- it's, man has been fighting the government, manipulating us since time immemorial. When mankind rules people, well, bad things happen. Now, if you have a 401k, an IRA, retirement savings account, doesn't matter what you have. If you have one of those, pay attention real quick. I've got a website called Jovan Loves Gold. JovanLovesGold.com. It's very simple. JovanLovesGold.com. If you have an IRA or 401k or retirement savings account, you know those guys. You can't invest it yourself. They have to invest it for you. You probably lost 30%. And that's supposed to be your nest egg for the future. But it's mankind. And mankind inherently does evil crap. And these guys manipulated us. I'm asking you to go to jovanlovesgold.com, fill out the form, and get the free 2023 Gold IRA Kit Americans are using to protect their retirement savings. Here's why. If you don't believe history repeats itself, folks, we're talking about Sodom and Gomorrah in real time. Our maladministered, selected, non-elected government has printed more money, printed more money, during its three years of nefarious activities than all administrations combined. That should scare you, because if you wanted to topple a country, you got to get them fighting each other, hating each other. You got to control the media, got to control academia, got to drive inflation through the roof, and you got to crater their economy. And you crater their economy by cloning, counterfeiting their dollars and flooding the market. All of that's happened. If you have an IRA, a 401k, get out right now and go to Jovan Loves Gold. Open a web browser. Just have it there. Write it down, folks. You're losing money in it. You can't invest it, but you have one move. And that's the free 2023 Gold IRA kit Americans are using to protect their retirement savings. I don't know why you wouldn't do it. I'm only here to help you save from that. I don't know why you wouldn't do it. Now, I know this is also stressful. You might find that CBD helps you. I know it can be very stressful. And I've got my 90-year-old father doing this. But you're probably asking yourself, like me, right? Look, I wasn't a CBD guy, didn't believe in it. 
until I got educated on it. I was duped. I was, I was just totally wrong. I believed I'm not doing any marijuana extract. I'm not a druggie. That's how stupid I was, folks. And I just admit it. I embrace it. But when I talked to the doctors and I started researching, I found out this stuff works. So let's talk about this. They got 2 million users. They have found that the common benefits of CBD, that if you need better sleep, well, 90% of the customers report better sleep with CBD. You need to remain calm. Could you use more calm in your life? Of course we could. Look at the times we're living in. 81% of people that use CBD say it helps with stress and anxiety. 80% report less pain after physical activity. So if you're suffering with pain and exercise, that's what I did with my dad. I got him on this roll-on because he had his knees replaced. They've got very creative products, and you'll enjoy better focus and concentration. Here's about CB Distillery. It's a full range of carefully formulated CBD and other plant-based solutions, packed with whole-body healing plant compounds and vital nutrients, 100% clean ingredients, no artificial colors, flavors, or preservatives, even recommended by Dr. Kevin Frey. He's a Mayo Clinic-trained internist and preventative health specialist, over 2 million satisfied customers. So if you're frustrated, not just with our government, but you're frustrated with a health concern that's not getting better, try CBD from the source I trust, cbdistillery.com. Let me get you on the right path right now. 20% discount. You might want to try some of this focus and calmness coming up with the holidays with all the folks and everybody going to be around. You know what I'm talking about. Visit cbdistillery.com. Enter my promo code, Jovan. Get your discount. No prescription required. That's cbdistillery.com. Promo code, Jovan. 20% off cbdistillery.com. They've been part of my program for a while. You can talk to people in chat. They love it. It makes a difference. You should do it. Now, let's get to your rapid ed, uh, education. So we know all kinds of people talked about it. We know it came down through the ages. And it was a ship. And we have kind of some sort of collective memory of what a ship should be. And we have all these cultures that talk about it. And it was supposedly at Mount uh, Mount Ararat, right? Mount Ararat, okay? So, lo and behold, at Mount Ararat, Okay? right where it's supposed to be in the middle of areas that have these vast seas out of nowhere and mountainous range. We have this interesting formation. And by the way, if I said CBG, you do not know what CBG is. It's, I was talking about CBD, but CBJ is man, this crap been good. Don't you know your acronyms? Anyway, and so they've got this ship-shaped, there you go, ship-shaped, massive item in the desert that they say, hey, that's it. But the elite, the educators are saying, crap, no, horrible crap, no, no, no. That's a, well, hydraulic, hydrodynamic bar. Now let's go next. See, here's what happened. This got discovered a long time ago. But in December of 22, a full team was put together that they called 
Mount Ararat Noah's Ark research team. And they were actually allowed to the site to study it. And if you look around this site, all the earth is carved all the way around. Water carves this stuff away. But setting on a rock base, you've got this shape. And it's got voids in it and all this other stuff when you when you look at it, right? They have now confirmed, right? It's in Turkey, eastern Turkey. They have now confirmed that they have been able to find artifacts that showed people were there. They found pottery, etc. Turkey didn't allow them there for years. They found marine materials. They found seafood. This is about 18 miles south of Mount Ararat on the downslope, right? It's right at the border of Iran and Turkey. Okay. Now, the Bible actually, this, the correct quote is, it, it came to rest in the mountains of Ararat. Now, geologists just want to tell you that this is just a natural formation. So let me ask you a question. If mankind regenerated in this area from some sort of horrible deluge event, and they believed in God, do you think that uh, you would be thankful to God that you came to that resting place, and therefore that place would in fact become a sacred place. Would you agree? It's kind of like Planet of the Apes, the new remove, and they were praying to Seamoss, Seamoss, you know, the ape that could speak first and come to find out it was the rocket. That was the name of the rocket where the monkey who could talk land, get it? Seamoss. Anyway, so there's always a reason for it. But do you think if you hopped out of the boat and mankind began there, and you're repopulating the earth and doing it, that it would become a sacred place? Yeah. Okay, if it was a ship and waters were slowly receding, would you find remnants of a she uh, of ships and parts with it? Yeah. There are stone anchors that are twice the size of man. That means they're twice as high as you can stand up. Stone anchors all over the place. And these stone anchors have been used. I'm going to show you them in a minute. I'll go back and show you other ones. But they also have all these religious markings on them where people forever went and pilgrimed to this area. Think Mecca. Well, then you're going, wow, that's stupid stone anchors. The Romans used stone anchors. Why wouldn't men in the 6,000 BC use stone anchors? The Romans used stone anchors. They're found all over the planet. By the way, they're constantly finding stone anchors. Right? And if you know anything about a ship, those anchors are part of the ship. They're on the ship. So they obviously would have been there. 
all cultures have stone anchors. Well, yeah, but look, Jovan, those are different. And the ones that are on Ararat are uglier. Look how these are fashion. These are stone anchors. Well, no, these ugly ass stone anchors, right, are there. So when Noah gets there and these anchors are either brought out of the ship or whatever, or they were throwing them to drag wherever the line caught these stone anchors. And by the way, they would have been upright, would have been pulled upright with drag. After the fact, people visiting the areas, right? After the fact, people visiting the area started carving symbology on it. So if we have something that's in the collective conscience of the world that says that happened, if we have something in the geological record that said, boy, we had this big-ass deluge, if we have something recorded in the Bible that says this is where it should be, and the only reason they're not wanting to confirm it is because it's in the Bible— but we have it in the collective consciousness, we have it in an area— that we can show was inhabited, it uh, coincides with everything being said. You've got this shape. By the way, what I didn't tell you is the reason this is not a hydrodynamic bar is because hydrodynamic bars are irregular and yeah, they can shape in fluid dynamics. They can have that teardrop shape. But the problem is the measurements of this site matches what's said in the Bible. Did I say exactly that the measurements match the ancient records that said what it was and how big it was? Right? Did I tell you that? Think about that. They match. So, with all of this, is it a coincidence? Let me play you the video from the site one more time. I want you to pay attention to if water was receding, where would it go? And water carves earth. We know it. Now, we're going to add some logic because I'm telling you, my friends and family here, you're not fans and followers, are the smartest people in the room. And when you put your thinking cap on, we got all these artifacts. All of a sudden on this mountain, you got all these artifacts of seashells and all these other things. You got the hydrologic carving action around this thing. It's a pseudomorphic wall. Even those cubics aren't exact, it matches the cubics statement. But here's an interesting thing. You know, people were going there worshiping this site over time. I want you to think about that. Why were they going to this site and worshiping it and carving all of these holy symbols on it? Right? When... If you just think logically, you realize the ancient people could have never seen it from the air. They would have never seen this shape. They would have never understood it as a shape. They would have understood it as a place. And dude, bro, Seth 420, you're dead on. This is part of collective consciousness.
This is not, hey, somebody looked at a site, said, oh, that's the ark. That's not the ark. Folks, wake up. They couldn't have seen it from above. And this is part of the collective consciousness, as which I've showed you this morning. Everything points to what they're now finding. And remember, this has been out for a while. Ron Wyatt talked about this a long ago. They, they, they ran him to his grave. Elites beat him to death. They drove him to a heart attack. I kid you not. Saying that he was wrong. He was just a Jesus freak and all this other stuff. But at some time, do you think it's a coincidence that they have holy markers and they have ancient anchors? Do you think it's a coincidence? Do you think it's a coincidence in the right place? Sometime over time, you have to look at all those coincidences. And when you have so many coincidences in the exact same place, you have to realize that it is, in fact, the coincidences that, in fact, prove it may be true. This is an interesting one you should check out. I have kind of stayed away from this for years. I have. You know me. I've got all this ancient stuff in my background and exploration. But now that the Turkish researchers, geologists, archaeologists, etc., have now done their various excavations, and they are saying, holy crap, this has human occupation as well. From the Chalolithic uh, period, it's uh, somewhere between 5,500 and 3,000 B.C. They're all agreeing on it. We're finding everything that should be there. And yes, these are anchors. And now it kind of explains why they're in this formation. Well, you know what, guys? We think we were wrong, and this might have been right, and we just didn't accept it because it was a Christian that put it forth. But now science has kept up. And the only reason I shared this with you is because, as I told you at the top of the program, when there is a battle between good and light, when there is a battle between evil and goodness, darkness and light, there are always signs. There are always signs of encouragement, just like the rainbow that's been hijacked. There's always signs coming about. And I just kind of find it very interesting. Just in this time, I've known about this for decades and even refused to talk about it. But the fact that it now coincides with a confirming study and it just came out, I am kind of going. Holy shit. And I'm telling you, I am taking this as a sign that, yes, we are in tough times, and it is a fight between lightness and darkness and evil and good. But I'm telling you, a God, a div uh, divine being, whatever you want to call it, that can do this, that can stand the test of time, that the preponderance of evidence is saying, right, I got to believe something's in the works, folks. I just have to believe something is in the works. 
for a story about a man to build a boat in a region where this guy was building a boat and it took supposedly 120 years of Noah's time in a place that was not known for rain. All I got to say is, wow, talk about faith. Wow. And at the same time, at the same time, when I just think about this and I just put my thinking cap on and I realize that this is right in the middle of a holy am. And by the way, you need to understand that even Islam recognizes this. Even Islam recognizes this in the Abrahamic traditions. And it said Noah left that land and went to a near land and started. And that started land is right there in Israel. Where all these events happen, folks, Babylon, the whole bit. I just have to say to you, in many ways, God is good. It's amazing. And we get screwed up when mere mortal men make us look away, look over here, not there, in a time when they're telling us, look over here, not there. I'm just telling you, this brings me great peace. Make sure you join me over on Locals next. Folks, share this program. I love you all. Have a great, great day. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut the crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is, learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut the crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program, it's a movement. The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority, and we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Joe Von Hunt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week, and between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut the crap. 260 million of you shop here weekly. And did you know you spend about $1,400 each year? Two and a half million of you shop here daily, and you give them $1,000 each year. Combined, that's a half a trillion dollars annually. And you think it's the American way to shop? Think again. Your hard-earned money is being funneled to bad organizations. The consumable products you buy, well, they're washing America down the drain. Think about where you spend your money. Folks, we have to save America from socialism. We need to make the woke go broke. First things first, and that's America first. You need to follow the money. You need to follow your money and make the woke go broke. So I will show you how to save America from socialism. Go to makewokegobroke.click. Yes, dot click. Makewokegobroke.click. Makewokegobroke.click and do it now. Joe Vaughn, HuttonPulitzer.locals.com is the only place a true patriot can stay informed, free of charge, without censorship. Over 18.5 million plays, it's Joe Vaughn, Hutton Pulitzer. It's absolutely a government triangulation. They are literally putting Mike Lindell in the crosshairs. They get to choose 250 ballots of their choosing. 
Now you have the facts and the information to educate them and to open their eyes to what's really happened. Even I had no idea how dirty they play this game of censorship until I lost my social media. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com today. I guarantee you, you will absolutely be the smartest patriot in the room. You're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear, dog Whoa, bed. whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all-season slippers for only $35 or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited, and once they're gone, they're gone. 260 million of you shop here weekly. And did you know you spend about $1,400 each year? Two and a half million of you shop here daily, and you give them $1,000 each year. Combined, that's a half a trillion dollars annually. And you think it's the American way to shop? think again. Your hard-earned money is being funneled to bad organizations. The consumable products you buy, well, they're washing America down the drain. Think about where you spend your money. Folks, we have to save America from socialism. We need to make the woke go broke. First things first, and that's America first. You need to follow the money. You need to follow your money and make the woke go broke. So I will show you how to save America from socialism. Go to makewokegobroke.click. Yes, dot click. Makewokegobroke.click. Makewokegobroke.click and do it now.